to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. Thank Please hit that thumbs up button and subscribe to our YouTube channel and share this video podcast with your f- friends, ladies and gentlemen. We ask that you do this because we want others to know that we're here. Help make this video go viral by posting it on your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms, audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. In order to follow along with my presentation, I strongly recommend everyone on my Facebook friends list to please exchange emails with me so that I can email you everything I do online. Also, I would like for my listeners to follow me on my Medium page. This is where I post my actual speech. I also provide my sources under show and prove. I recommend that you watch the video clips I provide to fully understand what's happening in America. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services all for free. I would like to personally invite everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups to our upcoming Facebook live event entitled Question, Black Grassroots and the Global African Family. When are we going to get this film project fully funded and made? Saturday, July 30th at 2 p.m. through 4 p.m. American Central Time, 3 o'clock p.m. Canada Time, 8 p.m. West African Time, 8 p.m. UK Time, 9 p.m. South African Time, 10 p.m. East African Time. If you would like to be on the panel, just send me a message to my Facebook inbox for additional information. If you are unable to participate, then please share my Facebook live event with your friends and leave a public comment about the topic on my YouTube page and on my Facebook page. This will help get the ball rolling. I don't plan on doing this another 30 years. I've been on Facebook for 18 years. My film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for our racial group in America. The reason why we are hosting these monthly virtual conferences is to encourage our listeners from around the globe to support our film project. The proceeds from the film will will help put me in a better position financially to hire qualified black middle class professionals, buy office equipment, and purchase property for our Christian business, Krakow, Chicago, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. 
eventually we will launch our African and Caribbean tours so that we can reconnect the diaspora with continental Africans from my African group, Grakai of Africa. We aim to set up chapters in 10 African nations so that we can host international trade among our people. This will be a win-win situation for our people who are trapped in American ghettos because we can sell our films, artwork, and music to our brothers and sisters on the continent and in the Caribbean, as well as in Brazil. In contrast, I will bring the best of the diaspora with me during our African tours to meet African entrepreneurs and match them with black entrepreneurs and African artists with black uh, artists. So African entrepreneurs can sell their products and serve their, their products like beauty supplies, artwork, food, etc. This will also help improve the African economy because black American as a collective have one trillion dollar spending power. At this point, all I have is my revised book, my virtual store, and my faith that God will connect me with brave and smart black people, African people, to come forth and work with me in turning my vision and plan into a reality. Those of you who are active group members on my online groups, it's time for us to take our story to the next level, that is the big screen, in order to reach the global African family and build the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago collectively. As of now, only three people out of 1,560 people on my Facebook friends list have donated to our film project. That's not cool and that's not fair. If you don't care about our black youth in America, then delete me off your friends list now. Those of you who will be part of our film project will go down in history with me and Sister Renee. I'm using GoFundMe as a crowdfunding source so that everyone knows exactly where the funding is going towards. Once we reach 200,000, then we will work on doing the movie trailer. Our goal is to raise 500,000 in order to make a quality black empowerment film based on my revised book, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition. It's available on Amazon. The title of the film is Hood Liberator, Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. The sequel, African Liberator, Battle Against the Colonized Mindset, will be made in South Africa. Without support from the black grassroots and the global African family, then I am unable to make my films and do my job. The ball is in their hands. I've done all I can do on my part. I invested 30 years trying to get this thing popping. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast, This Is Called Side A, which after I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time either by voice call, by clicking on the the phone icon or by video call by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic of discussion is as follows. The Latino vote, deviant, desperate political class, 
Brittany Grinner, abandoned by the LGBT community and Black America in our own words. Our first topic, the Latino vote. Latinos won't put up with Democrats ignoring them, unlike the Black community, who have been voting for them for over 50 years. Something needs to change. The Democratic Party does not promote business. Instead, they promote social programs. I believe that Black people need to create more businesses rather than getting more jobs. I believe that your local elections are important, like voting for your governors, prosecutors, sheriffs, judges, aldermen, and mayors. Myra Flores is from the Rio Grande Valley. From what I understand, that area in Texas has been a Democratic stronghold for almost 100 years until Myra Flores flipped that district to Republicans. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because I want my listeners to hear what she said. Then we will analyze what we do within the black community. Just listen to this um, this clip, but uh, I do have the video um, on my medium transcript. Scroll down to show and prove. The video is entitled, quote, Democratic Party has abandoned the Hispanic community to focus on white liberals, unquote. Here's the audio version. Community, they've gone so far left, and they don't represent our values. People always ask me, Myra, how can you be a Republican whenever you were born in Mexico? And that, that clearly shows me that they know nothing about our culture. I was raised with strong conservative values. We're all about faith and family and hard work. That's who we are. So our values do really align with the Republican Party. But I do feel that, you know, for a long time, prior to 2020, no one was really paying attention to the Hispanic community. And I'm grateful that finally the Republican Party is investing in the Hispanic community because we are the future. But the Democrat Party has completely abandoned us and taken us for granted. They feel entitled to our vote. And they feel they don't really have to work for it. And what we're showing now is that, yes, you do have to work to earn our vote. And that's why we won this special election, because we worked hard. We knocked thousands of doors, made thousands of phone calls. I have the most hardworking team. And that is the reason why we're also going to win that re-election in November, because no one is going to outdo the work that we're doing. What caught my attention was when she said the Democratic Party is ignoring them. They felt entitled to the Latino vote. Other groups such as the Latinos who feel like if we're not getting what we need from the Democrats, then we are open to try something different by voting for Republicans. Notice the Latino community didn't, didn't say let's continue voting for the Democrats. Instead, they voted for the opposition. I keep reading articles about Latino voters who claim that the Democrats haven't done anything for them. When black people hear what they, what comes to mind is the DACA program under Obama administration. The, the Biden administration have opened 
borders, policies for illegal Latino immigrants, but not for black Haitians. The Asian community have also said the Democrats have not done anything for them. In contrast, in the black community, we have seen the Biden administration completely ignore our interests. But as soon as Biden was sworn into office, he immediately signed executive orders and federal protection to other groups. For example, the Asians received an anti-hate crime bill with $50 million for their group. The LGBT group received an executive order and protection. Afghanistan refugees, Ukrainian refugees, and illegal Latino immigrants receive resources and set-asides. When, when you think that you don't deserve better in life and have a negative attitude, then you won't expect much, and usually society would treat you that way. The black community have been voting for Democrats for 60 years, all because President Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act legislation. But look closely at these Democratic-run cities. Many of them include sanctuary cities for illegal Latino immigrants. Notice we don't have a black sanctuary cities. Tell me, what have the Democrats done for black people? The Biden administration is allowing all of these illegal immigrant, illegal Latino immigrants to flood the border. I found a video clip entitled Protests Shut Down Pelosi's Dream Act News Conference in San Francisco, unquote. To watch the video, go to my medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove. Um... Here's the audio um, part of it. First of all, all these pro-immigration activists are demanding all 11 million illegal Latino immigrants have citizenship. No, no, no. They have to go through the proper channels, and if they go through the proper channels, like other countries, then they can obtain citizenship. 
Obama created the DACA program. He saved them from mass de deportation. They still have the program, and yet these, they are still not satisfied. They don't belong on the soil, and yet they are making demands. It's an arrogance that I have an issue with. The Democrats are doing more for these other groups than they are for black people. But notice, ladies and gentlemen, how these other groups are making the Democrats do something for them. I believe if black America was more demanding, then we would get more things done from the Democrats. Our ancestors fought and died to obtain the 14th Amendment. It's offensive to watch these other groups who did not experience what our ancestors went through to just arrive over here and start demanding citizenships and set-asides that belongs to the U.S. citizens. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic, deviant, desperate political class. I remember during the 2020 election, there was an ad called Get Your Booty to the Polls. The ad showed scrippers. It was aimed at targeting black men because the Democrats were having a hard time getting black men to vote. The Democrats offer nothing for black men. They only cater to single mothers, working class people, and poor people. Now we have a black politician tweaking for vote. Her name is Tara Mack. She is a 28-year-old Rhode Island state senator. She identifies as a member of the LGBT community. There's a video of her on TikTok. She is standing upside down twerking. I believe when you get into certain positions, certain equals is expected of you. On her video, she said she has an Ivy League degree. It's so amazing to me how black people wrap themselves in the identity of white society and their degrees. This is our so-called black representation that the financial elites give us. Just go to trash. And this is what the whole world sees. And the whole world is once again laughing at black America. These are dirty tactics that the financial elites are using, which I discuss in my revised book. It's an eugenics agenda. The financial elites want us to stop having black babies. Children are the investment of the poor. A nation be become more industrialized, people have fewer children. Young, young adults will be more than likely to focus on careers. As a nation reaches industri industrialization, then the population turns into equilibrium meaning there are more older people than younger people. In contrast, capitalist societies want a large population because that more customers and more workers. It doesn't matter to capitalists about the standard of living for workers so long as the workers are available and customers are buying products. This is why the financial elites have opened their borders to illegal Latino immigrants. 
as DAS, descendants of American slaves, we are already industrialized. What the financial elites are doing is trying to starve the black community economically, politically, and socially. They prefer a depopulation of black people while increasing the population of non-blacks in America. What the LGBT group did was to find degenerate females because less people would suspect their hidden agenda and it will pass any any resistance. You're not going to find any white female politician doing that. I remember an article from the New York Post entitled Anthony Weiner, text, sex text busted Burnett while his son was in the bed with him, unquote. You can read the full article on my medium transcript under show and prove. Every time you turn around, you hear about these career politicians in the news involving a sex scandal. For example, Andrew Gillum, Stacey Abrams, just to name a few. This is not accidental. This is the agenda. We have a sick, degenerate, deviant political class. That's why over here, the Kim is about raising the bar in black America and standing firm on on it because the financial elites are deliberately sending degenerates who look like us but are pushing a hidden agenda to derail us from B, black economic empowerment. The, The black baby boomers, which are the civil rights generation, were concerned about having access not only for public facilities, but also interracial sex. For Gracam members, our focus will be black economic empowerment, reparations, and a anti-crime, black hate crime bill. The financial elites presented us to Barack Obama in order for him to promote a wicked, deviant, gutter agenda. Chicago didn't raise Obama. Senator Tom Castle Dashell did. Watch the documentary on PBS Frontline entitled The The Choice. 2008 unquote. I provide the documentary on my medium transcript under show and prove. The documentary um, Senator Tom Dessel said he chose Obama because he wanted someone that the Republicans couldn't beat. Nobody knew who Obama was. The Republicans had a swift vote against John Kerry because they used his record against him. Obama was a Trojan horse to black America and he was not vulnerable to the Republicans. I admit, I voted for Obama twice because I was hoping that he would at least attempt to put black issues on the table and do something for black people, but he didn't. He said he was against abortion, but as soon as he was sworn into office, all bets were off. He became a puppet. Obama visited Kenya in order to impose LGBT in the African society in exchange for foreign aid. The Kenyan people were against it. 
No more candidates brought to us by political establishments. If they didn't come from the soil, then we ain't fooling with them. Point blank. This is about our survival, y'all. Notice, you have other groups that have real women fighting for their group. For example, Lauren Bobert and Margie Taylor Green. They are fighting for white supremacy. Alexandria um, Cor Cortez is fighting for Latino interests. Grace Ming is fighting for Asian interests. She helped promote the anti-Asian hate crime bill. All of these women are fighting for their group and their people, yet the Democrats um, Tierra Mack is fighting to shake her behind. What has she done for black people in Rhode Island? The Democratic Party prefers to select black people like Tiara Mack. But let it be a black woman fighting for reparation and a anti-black hate crime bill. That person may not get any votes. Dr. King said he wouldn't run for public office because he can't fight for civil rights and be in politics at the same time. As I mentioned in my revised book, we need to focus on these black politicians who are, sell up, who are selling us out. Berkeley of Chicago will teach our members and students about forming political consequences for future black politicians if they want our votes. On Tiara Mack TikTok page, she has photos of the LGBT parade, but nothing about the black community, nor anything about Brittany Griner, a LGBT member. These black politicians can't say a word until the financial elites approve it. When I was growing up in the 80s, you would see a black female, you wouldn't see a black female politician acting like this in public. I was fortunate enough to witness black millennials and Generation Z come up on the scene, the, the environment in America has gotten worse. The grassroots community activist movement is for black millennials and Generation Z, but I can't do this alone. This is why uh, I do my show. I'm trying to get everyone that's on my friends list to interact with me and to be on board and to support this film project. So that way I can uh, move this organization to the next level um, do this film and the proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially to hire people because ain't nobody really want to come forth. They just want to, you know, be seen and we ain't having that. I'm from generation, I'm from generation X. I was un unable to reach my peers because many of them have become Americanized and are, and are full of Willie Lynch. In this organization, we're going to declare war on this Willie Lynch mentality in black society. This is why my film project is uh, important, because we're going to offer a 21st century solution on a domestic front and also on an international front. Putting my ideas on screen and having Gurkham members to step up and promote it worldwide. Those of you who will come 
forth and work with me and Sister Renee will go down in history. Any brothers or sisters who reside in Rhode Island, this woman got to go. Vote her out of office until black people learn to enact political consequences for off-code behavior like what she uh, has done, then we will continue to be disrespected and taken as a joke throughout the world. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our third topic, Brittany Grinner, abandoned by the LGBT community. WNBA star Brittany Grinner played professional basketball in Russia because she was paid more money than she was paid here in the United States of America. I watched a YouTube video about a Russian woman explaining that if people have an alternative lifestyle, then they should not come to Russia because their society is against it. For me, I, would, I wouldn't travel to any country that is racist against black people. That's just me. Brittany Grinner was on her, on her way back to America, but during an inspection, authorities found a vape with cannabis oil, which is illegal in Russia. She could face 10 years in prison. She was arrested and pled guilty. In Russia, you don't have the same rights and privilege you do here in America. On top of that, she was caught up in the middle of a war, the the Russian-Ukraine conflict. I am just curious, where is her fellow LGBT community? The LGBT group is a powerful community that's well-connected with lobbyists, politicians, CEOs of major corporations, 